Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So tonight, we've got a little bit of Westworld. We've got some Miss Marvel. We've got the first two episodes of Moonhaven. And then Karen and I will have two episodes of Strange New World as we close out the season. Speaking of Karen. That's Jamie, but hi. Oh, hi, Jamie. I, <laughs> I, I had, I, wow, maybe I, I can't read. That seven looks like a nine. Uh, no, like I looked at the phone number and I swear it was a nine. I swear, it was a nine before the computer changed it on me. I changed it. <laughs> I changed it. I'm, I'm hiding my uh, phone number from you. So, I didn't hear your intro, but I know we have a few things to talk about. Yes. So, have you watched Moonhaven at all, or did you just mention it? I watched it. Yeah, no, I watched the first, I watched the first two episodes. <laughs> you watched it on, on AMC, not AMC Plus? I'm not commenting where I watched it. Okay, because that's why you confused me, because as far as I know, it's not out on AMC until Thursday. You guys no, it's, 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 my No, my confusion is even further, because from what everything I've read online, it's not even going to be on AMC regular TV. Uh, episode episode I, 3 comes out on AMC. Okay, let's say, because this is why I was confused when I was posting my interview. That's why I'm knowing and looking and trying to find out. The email with the press release said exclusively AMC Plus, which made me think you might be right. But because I wondered, I, since everything else seems to be on AMC, I looked it up, and at least on Xfinity, it comes on Thursday. So, you know, whether that's an Xfinity thing or it, it says AMC, I'm going to mute it and look up what I'm doing, because it says AMC, not AMC Plus, when I look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I tried, I tried looking up on a schedule too, and I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> well, I'm gonna see if it's just. I figured I probably ought to see if it's just the pilot or it's the actual. Because sometimes I know they air like the pilot. Yeah, it only says the yeah. pilot, so maybe it's only one episode. I don't know, but um, at any rate, it is on AMC Plus. Um, I think they dropped. I want to say four episodes already. Um, and don't don't oh, quote me on that. I only read. I only knew about two, and uh, I read somewhere that episode three is dropping this Thursday. So that's that's why I'm even more confused. Hey, there's nothing I, like promoting a TV show. Find out. There's, there's nothing like a net. There's nothing like a network promoting their TV show badly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That, that nobody no, can, can figure out, out when the show is on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because I, I I was telling him the press release says AMC Plus. It doesn't even say it's coming on AMC. But at least on Xfinity, it's coming on Thursday, this Thursday. So I assumed it was just a week later than AMC Plus like everything else, but maybe it's only the first episode they're airing. I don't know. All I know is I put that and they didn't tell me it was wrong, so either they didn't read my interview or they missed what I had written. So the pilot's on again on Friday. It's coming up on Friday. The f- this Friday it's going to be on the pilot on AMC. Uh, oh, where'd you? Oh, where'd you find that? Well, 
on my Xfinity uh, thing here. Uh, well, that's, um, what Jamie, that's what Jamie said, too, yeah. Uh, so who knows anything about the show? Uh, you know how I – so, AJ, did you get to watch it or not? Oh, I saw the first two episodes. I thought that's well, all there was. I saw the first one episode. I only had one episode turn up on demand on my television. Look, not, uh, this is ridiculous that not everybody even, like, knows, like, how come we have <laughs> different cable systems and different, like, availability? Like, you don't, have a, you don't have AMC Plus, do you? No, I don't have anything. I, I just stream right. so, and, do, and, so and TV fairy. So I saw Thursday, two. I saw one. Well, that's – the funny thing is, the only reason I knew there was two was because on MDIB, it shows the first two as having premiered. Oh. But right. Jamie well, thinks she thinks there's so four. <laughs> I, I will find out, because that's something I need to know. I might have written the wrong thing then in my interview. and Yeah, so don't go by what I wrote then, anybody. Because <laughs> I put Thursday, and I realized it isn't even Thursday, it's Friday. My brain is melting. I will get a, a, a confirmation on that, though, because that is something we should know. I will find out. Um, but anyway, at any rate, we've all seen the first episode, so we can talk about the first episode. Um, and then, um, like I said, I have, um, I'm talking to Dominic tomorrow, and then um, I did today put up the interview with the lead, Emma. Um, so that's up there. And then I have one with Kadeem coming up. So, Yeah. Okay, so do you want to talk about that first then, since we're already discussing Might sure. as well, since we're already babbling about it. Yeah, we might as well. So what did you guys think? There's a lot going on in the first episode. Um, uh, go ahead, somebody. No, no, I'll go, I'll go last, because I didn't like it. So somebody who liked it should speak first, me. Okay, well, so you go first then. Before. Okay, I just I gotta be careful what I say because I've seen a lot further. Sorry. All right, hold on. Let me let me see if I can let me see if I let me see if I can guide you where the first episode ended. Hold on. Okay. Um. Yeah, that doesn't help me. I think the, the first episode ended somewhere somewhere around when uh, the woman from Earth was talking to the leader of the Moon, um, and they were arguing about the bridge. Well, the woman, the woman who's the leader on the moon is starting to look like she might not be willing to step down from her job, the blonde woman, right? So that happened in the pilot. And the girl, the girl who is the pilot, the girl who is the pilot of the ship, who found out that she had a sister and all that blah, blah, right? Um, and, and Dominic Monaghan, whatever his character's name is, I can't remember because he's so boring. Oh. Um What's his name? Tuttle? Paul. What'd you say? Paul? Paul. 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 Like like Saint Paul. Um Okay. Uh he admits that he's a terrible detective, right? Uh after after that bit happens where she chases the dog out into the desert and then she falls over because I don't know why. Uh <laughs> That ha- like I can't. I watched it. I don't really remember how it ended either. Actually, I guess we're gonna have to look this up since none of us can remember how. Yeah, it I'm, ended, I'm right? trying to find specifically how so it ended. This is one of our more 
Yeah, I know. We're doing real good, aren't we? It's not um, our best work here tonight, guys. <laughs> what I this show, I, okay, I like this show. I really do. But uh, granted, I've seen a lot more than you have. This show has a lot going on in the first episode is a lot of explaining kind of the, the world that they're in, I guess you could say, and what's sort of going on. Um, I think, Karen, that you might like it because a lot of it is sort of about, like, the politics and stuff going on, but you do have to get a little bit further. Um, I just don't want to accidentally spoil anything, but I, I like it. I also think it, it looks kind of unique. Like, I know we there's a lot of things, you know, we see futuristic, but I don't know. It just to me looks different than most of it. It sort of has a little bit of an Atlantis vibe to me, but it, it's fairly unique, and I don't know. I, lo- I like the show, and I, I think it's sort of a different story that I haven't heard before. Um, so, and it's got sort of a murder mystery, plus it's got the whole um, – like I was saying, politics of sort of what they're doing with the artificial intelligence on the moon in order to try to save Earth and sort of how those people are, they're living their lives, but it's all with the preparation that it's going to be taken to Earth, but they don't, I mean, they've never been to Earth. So to them, that's just the way they live, and they've been kind of grown up in a different a different environment, if that makes sense. I don't know. Did you like um, it, AJ? I didn't hate it. Um, my first thought was, this doesn't look like a show produced by AMC. This looks like a sh- uh, show produced on the Sci-Fi Channel, who has a decent idea but doesn't have the budget to produce what they're trying to do. Um, that was my first thought. Um, Artie said the best thing about the episode was the uh, intro. Um, and I got, yeah, like, you know, the, the title screens, you know, like when they're playing oh, the music yeah. and yeah. the cast and everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was his favorite part of the first episode. <laughs> um, I, as far as that, as far as being original and not seeing something like this before, I, I, I feel like it's kind of a mishmash of a lot of things. Um, I immediately got an expanse vibe actually, because it felt like the Martians versus the earthers type dynamic, except in this case, it's the Mooners versus the Earthers. Um, and I got to say, I saw in the credits, I was like, oh, Kadeem Hardison's in this. I haven't seen him in anything in forever. And then I watched the entire episode and went, where was Kadeem Hardison? And then I realized he was, Ar- then I realized he was Arlo. Mm-hmm. Um, which, honestly, I, uh, Dominic and, and Kadeem, he, they're the highlight for me. I actually enjoy them. Um, they're like a, a cross between uh, two bad detectives and priests. Um, kind of, yeah. It's, it's an interest. It's an interesting, you know, dynamic that they have. Um, and uh, I just, I, I don't know. The first episode bothered me a lot because it was very slow. It was very droll. Didn't feel like anything happened until you know. The first I mean, the most intriguing. The, the most intriguing thing is that at the end of the episode, um, when Tom shoots whatever his name was. And I'm like, wait, why did he just shoot him? Like, what the hell is going on here? Um, and then he attacks Bella. And I'm like, wait, why is he attacking Bella? I'm like, that was the first one. That's what I didn't want to say. I wasn't sure that happened yet. Yeah. This sort of yeah. um, starts the whole into the conspiracy of what's going on, but you don't know a lot of what it is yet. Because this show definitely sort right. of unfolds the stuff slowly. I don't know. What I think is interesting, too, is the fact that, like, these detectives, they're detectives, but they've never done detecting. 
Like they want to, right. but the computer doesn't they ha- work. Because they, they those, don't know how. Because they, they have those cool little wooden tricorders that tell them everything. That's so fun. And you know what, and and that's that's something else, that's something else that I I also got a Blade uh, Blade Runner vibe, you know, because when they show Earth, it has this, you know, this gloomy dystopian look. And I started thinking, you know, I love how every futuristic movie about Earth, it always looks the same. It's like every movie has been like, okay, remember, you know what you saw in Blade Runner? Do that. (laughs) Because Blade Runner is always the first thing that comes to mind with that dark, gloomy futuristic look where things aren't, you know, we have more technology, but shit got worse. Look and feel to it. I think the moon, though, definitely has a different look because it's sort of got this... Well, the moon does, yeah. It's kind of... I almost want to say, like, culty. It's not, but... It, it, that's kind of what it felt to me at the beginning. Like, it seems like it's this cult there, like, just the way they act. And that's what I was saying sort of about how these people, like, they've grown up in this place that's completely different from anything we've seen. And that's well, yeah. why they act so different. There's all these different words and everything, and it's just it's kind of their own little their own little world, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yeah, literally. I'd like, I'd like to know the science behind uh, how they created that dome and atmosphere on the moon. That would be kind of – I think that would be more interesting than what I've seen so far. Um, so, Karen hasn't seen episode two yet, so I won't say anything about it. All I will say is it took till the end of episode two before I actually got intrigued. Like, literally, like, the last 30 seconds of the episode, I was like, okay, I was like, this might be going somewhere. Um, but being only six episodes, eh, I can sit through four more. <laughs> um, so that's – and while we were talking, yeah. I, I, confirmed, I confirmed what you two said. It, it's premiering on AMC this Friday. So next week we should probably not talk about episode two so we, everybody can get caught up, and then we'll talk about it the following week or whatever. Yep. <laughs> what were you going to so, say, Karen? I was going to say that I really did not think it was good enough to watch more, despite the presence of, like, look, Dominic Monaghan and uh, Kadeem Hardison as, like, in a buddy cop show, like, that's a that's a premise I would like to watch, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I I just found there was too, too little of them in the pilot. They weren't really asked to do anything. Like, I felt like like I know both of them are better actors than what they were asked to do in this uh in this opening episode. Um I I you know, I mean I guess partly we're talking about a society where you take a pill to get rid of any bad feelings, like right? Like uh so the half sister, um she uh you know, they offer her this pill to like take away her feelings of grief of her sister or whatever and I'm like okay I'm not saying that I feel like I felt like oh are we gonna like this is very convenient that actors don't have to play out any uh, (laughs) everybody's on drugs to dull their emotions um, on this moon Um, I don't know I didn't really uh, I'm going all over the place so I felt like I didn't really like the world building on the moon and I found it very, as I said in my text message, it was totally hippy dippy. 
and they can, okay, they can live on the moon for 100 years and terraform the moon and have an AI running everything, and yet everything's made out of wood, and the costumes look like they're from the Renaissance Festival. Um, and I'm like, really? This is what life is going to be on the moon? Um, also, isn't part of the problem that we're, like, destroying our whole planet down below and maybe making everything out of wood is, is not a sustainability strategy? I don't know, but I, I just felt like it, I, I don't know, and the way they talk, like, instead of being like, I'm sad, she says, I have the dread feel, and I'm like, oh, my God, really? Like, this is, this like, this is, like, like, I hate when bad sci-fi uses, like, bad linguistics to try to, I don't know, I was like, these people have been living on the moon for 100 years, and they're basically in a cult, right? They're basically in, like, some hippy-dippy cult, um, and yeah. so I really... They're describing things different because they don't necessarily. I don't want to say don't experience them the same, but they're like because they don't have a lot of what, like that they take the pills and that and don't have that like sadness that they don't know how to describe it. I guess that's sort of how I took it. I well, no, I I didn't take it from that. I took it that uh, to me, okay, they've been living a hundred years on the moon and their society is one hundred percent isolated from Earth. Right, and that nobody on the moon is allowed to talk to the Earth. Nobody on the Earth is allowed to talk to the moon, except for like two people. Um, and I guess in three generations, like language evolves. Like we don't talk the same way as people did in 1922, right? But we, um, I, I don't know. I felt like felt like really this is so futuristic, and they're in a hippie cult um, on the moon, and everybody seems to have lost their skills. Like Paul and Arlo are like the worst cops ever because everything is like the machine just tells them who committed the crime and you take a pill to get rid of the grief. And so you like, you like they're terrible cops because they're terrible cops because the society has like taken away a need for a cop to ever use his brain. Right. And I understand that that's probably where it's going to go over the next six episodes mm-hmm. is that these two are going to have to become like better cops and learn how to like actually use their brains. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, basically the way that they're going to save humanity is by making us not use our brains and our emotions. And I guess the show is going to show us that, you know, we actually need those things to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really, I, I really, like, I really, yeah. I really hate the way they speak. I hate the costumes. I just hate everything but the moon. And I'm like, oh my God, we're doomed. This is how we're going to save humanity. We're totally doomed, right? Um, but I guess Bella is supposed to be that person who's like, I mean, she's the only, uh, I mean, it's kind of obvious that she's, like, going to show them, um, Arlo and Paul, that they need to, everything on Earth, there are some good things on Earth. I don't know. There also seems to be, like, maybe there's going to be some sort of resistance movement, maybe, right? And this drug that she was paid to smuggle, I guess, is going to maybe be involved also. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, I was I was frustrated by the total like uselessness of after a hundred years, I'm like after a hundred years in the moon, these people are totally useless. Maybe that was the point. Maybe part of the point of it was to like breed humanity down into like a bunch of sheeple, right? Sheeple, as they say nowadays, a bunch of like compliant, um, a compliant society that could be controlled better um, and not destroy itself. I think we know that any show that's about an all-knowing AI taking care of things is going to end up, like, being bad in the end, right? Like, there's no way the brilliant AI doesn't turn out to be a problem before the end, I think, um, just because I've watched so much AI stuff, right? 
Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, a, a lot of this is about, like I said, sort of the, the politics and finding out that maybe, obviously, I, I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that it's not going to be as good as it, as, on, you know, as it is on the surface. Like, it isn't necessarily right. as happy and as good as it is. So I, I don't know. I, I find it interesting, but I do think that, and, and I know I say this a lot, you get mad when I say this, but I do think with this show you need to give it another episode if you think you might. Like, I don't know. I did find the first one a bit slow, but I did really like it once I got into it. But um, it, it, it's not a lot. I mean, it's, it's an info dump, the first one, to me. I felt like it was just kind yeah. of building that I'll, I'll say this. You know, I agree with Jamie in this aspect. Karen, watch this second episode, and if you still feel the same way, I wouldn't bother watching anymore. Like I said, it's six episodes, so it's kind of like, eh, um, you know? But yeah. I didn't really get – I mean, I felt better about the second episode, but I wasn't intrigued until literally the last 30 seconds. Yeah. And for, and, and, you know, and for how great this society is, there was one line that stuck out in my head when – Paul says there's no lawyers. I said, well, that sounds like a society where you're guilty regardless of whether or not you are. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you the AI said so. You're not going to get a fair trial. Yeah. Um, and you know, to be fair, you know, Jamie's right. You say the first episode's an info dump. That's how a pilot usually is, right? Like a pilot is always like a big setup episode, and you don't necessarily get like a lot of like. Um, you know, the story gets better, the acting gets better, the, you start to care about the characters a little more. Like, I told you that I thought Paul, um, Dominic Monaghan's character, was pretty boring. Uh, but, like, I guess that's kind of the point. Like, he doesn't actually have any cop skills, and they, they, they are not supposed to experience a lot of, like, tough emotions, as far as we can tell. And he dresses like a, I don't know what, and Kadeet Martinson had even less to do as Arlo in that episode, right? Um, yeah, they do both. They are both in the other episodes for. Oh, yeah, they're the stars. Uh, and, and, you know, or the co-stars. But they had little to do and they were pretty boring. But um, you know what this reminded me of a little bit, AJ? You know in, like, the last mm. season of of The 100 where they were living in that, like, Mm-hmm. That society that they join yep. on that planet, right? The costumes were yeah. the same. Like it really, to me, felt like that. Yeah, planet. very similar. Maybe that. Maybe that's why I had a bad feeling. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Well, I'm not. Hey, you know, Karen. Speak, speaking of the 100, I was watching. Uh, or I was watching. I was. I was reading this article the other day about like the top 25 TV shows that started out really great and stayed around too long because it was so bad by the end. And you know the 100 wasn't one of the 25? I was shocked. I don't know who wrote this article, but they clearly never saw the 100. Yeah, (laughs) because that should be the top of the list. (laughs) That should be the top of the list. Um, uh, Okay, so you guys, I mean, you have some good points. It's six episodes. There's not much else on. If I can tolerate Westworld, I could probably watch this with you guys. If we can figure out if it's on and I have access to it, because I don't have AMC Plus. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it, you guys are right. It premieres on AMC on Friday, episode one. It's in right. the pilot, so I don't know if they're showing both episodes or just the first. 
That I'm not sure. The pilot, so we might have to the pilot has out. already been available on demand. Like, I already caught it on demand. On a, Like, it showed up in my – you know how, like, when you check your on-demand, it says, recommended for you, and it was there, so I watched it. Yeah. I didn't realize it wasn't on yet. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't either. Imdim Im lied to me. It it just told me that the first two episodes were on, so I assume that meant that it premiered <laughs> on regular TV. Hey. All right. So anyway. All right. So anyway, uh, and Jamie, so you're gonna have a. I mean, you're gonna have an interview, and you're gonna learn a lot more. But you've watched a lot, so you know more, and you're gonna learn more about it, and so yeah. that'll be cool. Um, I'm gonna talk to tomorrow. I, I put up Emma's and I talked to Kadeem. That will be going up soon too. Okay, that's great. I mean, I, because they're the two best known actors in it to most people, I assume they're gonna have like big roles. Um, unless they're gonna be like Harold Perrineau in Z Nation, where he gets killed in the first episode, and 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 <laughs> and I both immediately stop watching. <laughs> No, I didn't even watch the first episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> you knew better. Dawn mentioned it a lot. Kadeem's in it a decent amount. Yeah. Cool. I can tell you that. All right. All right. Uh, so we want to do Miss Marvel or Westworld next? I want to do Westworld next and get it over with, but before we get into that, I would like to ask AJ, did you see the um, posting from George R. R. Martin that came out on his blog? Um, I did not, because I don't give two shits. Okay. Okay, well, he's still working on the winds of winter, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. he's, this is, I like, will. kind of newsworthy. And he said that the work he's doing on the book is um, moving further and further away from what we saw on television. Um, and that some of the things we saw on TV we'll see in the book, um, and then a lot of it will be really quite different. So it set off like an entire world of speculation um, uh, that, you know, could he um, fix a lot of the things that went wrong <laughs> in that show. Uh, so I just wanted to put that little bit tidbit of news out there to you. I know you don't give two shits. You probably won't even read the book at this point, right? Which is terrible because you read the first it's never, what were there, four, it's five? It's never coming out. It's, it's never you're coming right. out. It's, it's never coming out. You're right. You're right. It's never coming out. Yeah, I used to defend it. HBO and no. Yeah. I used to defend it when people used to get annoyed. I used to defend it and be like, it, you know, at first, you know, when it, I was like, it hasn't been that long. I was like, you know, I was like, there's this guy called Stephen King who wrote you know, this series of books called The Dark Tower. And I was like, you know, it was this many years between these, this one. I was like, so, I was like, you know what, he's, he's all right. Now it's been 10 years. Now I, it, come on. Okay. Uh, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just reporting the news, AJ. I'm just reporting the news that came out today. Oh, no, no, I know, okay? I know. <laughs> uh, all right, so, so Karen, that, you... What's that? Let's talk about... Now, Karen, you watched only one episode of Westworld last week, so you watched two and three this week. I watched I watched like one and a half, I watched like one and like half of two last week, so I rewatched. Oh, that's all right. Two that's right. And I, and I that's let right. it you run while we two. were talking. Yeah. That's and then right. I was like, let me watch this okay. thing again. So I watched two and I watched three. So I'm totally caught up sorry. where <laughs> you guys are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you watched two again. 
Oh my God. <laughs> it's too, oh my God. And I kept thinking of the bees and the black oil in the X Files. Like, oh, right. you know, remember that's, how the remember the infected bees were supposed to spread it all around, and there was the black oil, and I was like, oh my yeah. God, are we ripping yeah. off the X Files right now? Or are the writers too young to even know that that happened on the X Files? Because that's possible, also, right? <laughs> <laughs> Make those roll, right? Now, now knowing, not, knowing, yeah, now that you said knowing that, Nolan, I kind of see some but it's not going there. Yeah, so. knowing Christopher Nolan, he probably borrowed it because I know he's a big fan of the X Files. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm all caught up, and I watched episode three. Um, I I know I swore I wouldn't watch it. But I'm going to say what I what I just said about Moonhaven. I was like, all right, those guys are watching it. There's not much on the podcast. Let me try it. Let me see. It's only six episodes. So I watched it. So this is the third episode. Halfway through, I continue to be a little bit like, what the hell is going on here? And the timelines are always iffy on Westworld. But I, I think I totally, I mean, I totally figured it out. I'm sure you guys did by the end of it, what the timeline is and what's going on and, and everything. Um my favorite part is Bernard and Stubbs, everyone's favorite part. Um, I really uh, am very, have very little interest in the Evan Rachel Wood character. I, I think they've given enough screen time for starters. Like, Evan Rachel Wood is, like, the big star of the show, and she's barely been on it, and she has a very slow-moving character who wasn't even she in wasn't... it this week. Yeah, yeah that's it. what I was just going to say. She wasn't even in it. Um, and my third thing, you guys won't be surprised to hear me say this because I complain about it increasingly the older I get. And I complained about it last week, but I'm not that interested in watching William brutalize the, like, beat, everybody? Maze, beat and shoot Maeve. <laughs> well, everybody, but he, he, like, like, how many times have we seen him beat and shoot Maeve and beat and shoot Dolores, which he, I guess, will, like, uh, like, like, he has become a really one-note, violent character, almost always against the women on the show. And while while I do think, like, while May versus the Man in Black is a very central kind of a thing, there's so much more to it than just the incessant violence. And I'm a little over it. Like, I'm a little, like, Westworld, like... I appreciate they don't shy away from it, but I feel like maybe they overuse. I mean, the fight this week wasn't, I mean, it made kind of sense, right? But I'm like, oh, am I going to have to, like, he shot Clem. Am I going to just watch him, like, brutalize women every week again? Because I'm kind of over it. I don't know. Uh, to be fair, he but killed I, men, I, I, too. I mean, not yeah, this but, one, not the ones in the He beat <laughs> and raped and stabbed and shot the same women week after week after week I after said, week after week. I don't mean the original William. I mean this William that's the robot William was killing men as well. Um, well the original but, William, but, no, he was, you're right, he was Actually, Jamie, women, he, kills, he kills the vice president off screen. We see him lift the golf club. We do not see him kill the vice president. Um. He kills the senator with a straight, like, the, the senator, he doesn't even kill them, but the senator gets killed pretty easily. Like, most people get killed pretty easily. Maeve gets the shit beaten out of her all the time, except when she used to get raped all the time also. That, well, Dolores really got raped week after week after week, right? Um, well, actually, that was off screen. That's sort of an assumption we made. We never really, like, he, they cut away when he, like, 
like, uh, so that was an assumption. We didn't really, anyway, like, he, like, Maeve gets, uh, look, I appreciate that now, once she became super Maeve and, and, and her controls are off and she can give as good as she gets, it's, it's far better, right? And I'm not saying I didn't appreciate that fight. It did make sense in this episode. And it was, you know, I mean, there are two, like, super robots. And it was, it was I, I just, like, I mean, I'm glad I didn't, I, I'm glad I didn't see him shoot Clementine, like, it, in four more scenes, like we used to see with Dolores all the time, right? Like, he only shot Clementine once and then converted her to his minion um, last week. Uh, and I appreciate it this week. I'm just saying, like, the brutal violence of the man in black is um, well-established and a little old now. Um, and I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Because, in some ways, that's better, than, that's better than infected flies in some ways, right? Like, infected flies, what? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to simplify. I'm going to simplify Karen's Man in Black. It's 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 over the it's been over the top with William with Man in Black for so long. Now it's just become redundant. So yeah. it's like I you know we we know who he is. We know what he's about. We don't need to keep seeing it. That's yeah. You're so much more tell me today. Tell me. And, and by the way, I think I say too now, I do think when he was talking to Clementine, asking where she was, that he meant Maeve, not, I forget what you yes, guys Yes, he meant Maeve. Was. He meant Maeve. Okay, he I didn't want to said, say that last week because I that was yes. just, I found that out You're right. or not. Um, he actually, he actually me, said yeah. Maeve. So tell yes. me, how far into the new park have we gotten at this point? Have you because seen the whole thing? No, but I'm one episode ahead of you guys. I, I don't want to say something okay. that hasn't happened yet. So I wonder um, if it right, yet. So this episode, this episode ended with the man in black uh, catching Maeve off guard and beating the crap out of her, and uh, Caleb laying on the floor, and the flies were going into his mouth and ears. Okay, but did they go through the other part yet? I mean, I know they yeah, had so, been on so the train went, when I talked to us. They went, they they, went on they the went, train. They went in the park, and it was a very kind of humorous episode where they're in the park, and everything that happens is basically a cheap, cheap version of the original Westworld. Okay, that's what I was asking about. I really liked that part, how they they had, like, parallels to their characters, but, like, a new loop or whatever, and how they, um, there was even a, a, even, um, a, um, not Dolores, what's her name when she turns into the bad one? I can't think of her name. How that was part of it, I thought was funny. Oh, uh, Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt. Wyatt, How there was a whole Wyatt storyline into it, too. I thought that was funny. Um, Did you? The only thing I appreciated about that whole scene was Maeve. I loved her commentary to Caleb about everything. That that's the only yeah. thing that made that scene good. Oh, and also I, re, you know, and you guys should know by now since season one, I always appreciate the different style of a modern song being played in, within the oh, confines no. of the, uh, you know, and and this week they had Enter Sandman, uh, jazz version of it as as Hector and his men arrive. So I I enjoyed that hey, part. McCallum has had perfect. one hell of a month, huh? I mean, Metallica <laughs> had two huge songs yeah. on two of the hugest shows on television. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so from Metallica. Um, so um, I agree, AJ. But, I am. Um, I really. Yeah. Go ahead. Now finish. Go. Go. Finish your um, thought. However, I was. I while I enjoyed Maeve's commentary about a watered down version of Westworld. At the same time, I feel like lazy. It's it. You know. I mean, I guess. I mean. I, I want to. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's lazy on the creators, but it's, it's like, did they do this just to get, you know, have the fun, fun stuff with Maeve, or is it to show how short-sighted William actually is? Because he created, uh, you know, a '50s Chicago town that's identical to, or '20s Chicago town to, is it's identical to Westworld, aside from the fact that it's set in Chicago instead of the Old West. Like, I mean, anybody that's ever been to Westworld is going to go to Chicago town and be like, this seems familiar. You know, I mean, it's literally the same Some things I didn't get about it. Like, I also really appreciated that entire sequence, the same way you guys did as a, as a gigantic series of Easter eggs for, for all the viewers, right? And mm-hmm. and Maeve's commentary on how it's a pale imitation. Loved it. Agree with you. Uh, the whole time I was like, why is Delos Corporation cheaping out? Like they have basically unlimited yeah. money and they're recycling yeah. in a cheapo way. And they're not even, it's not like they're at the same location. You know how, could you watch the after the episode commentary? No. Um, the creators no. of the show talked they talked a lot about how they well, – I watched – I've been watching it hoping to get some inkling of, like, what the hell. Um, let me – wait, let me finish. Let me finish, Jamie. So no, they shot ahead. it at the same – they shot it on the same set where they shot Sweetwater. And they just added, like, new set dressing and a bunch of different stuff. Uh, so it's the original sets that they fixed up. So that's cool, except that – Delos built a whole new park on different property. The original Westworld was outside of the country. This is being built in the United States. It's all new. So why they built it identically, I didn't get. Why they don't just use Hector, use the original Armistice, use the same robots. Why do they create new robots? I don't get it. And then I, then you get to the part where it turns out that it's not a different – like what they're really doing is re- – the real experience of the park is recreating the Westworld Massacre, right? Uh, and, like, the whole ending of the park with Wyatt and all that is actually the experience. But, again, I was like, why'd they cheap out? Like, I don't really get that. And also, like, it's not even William. Like, why did William cheap out? Well, William's totally being controlled by Hale, right? Like, is William in any way a – so here's my – where I'm going with all this, with my question to you guys. Is William in any way an independent actor? Not, not you know – I mean, the man in black, the robot man in black. Or is he just doing Hale's bidding, right? And so I don't understand any of it. So I've been going on and on. So, Jamie, I asked you to hold your thought. Go. Okay. Well, the one thing I was going to say is I think filming it in the same place was more for the fans, maybe, to make it seem the same. Yes, definitely. And for money and for saving money. Right. Well, that's But you said something before that I thought of while you were saying this, though. And you said, like, 
you know, if, if William just doesn't care and all that, but you made me wonder and think about it, though, is it also saying sort of about society, though, because part of what you said before still holds true. The people that go to Westworld, they mostly go to Westworld to rape and murder people. Do they really care if it has a great script? So yeah, it makes me think enough. back to that and wonder if that's on purpose, that it's just all regurgitated. Because it's like, no, does anybody even notice that? Other than May, you know. But here's if you think about here's it, the, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We also went through Samurai World. Um, there was the German World. There was yeah the the uh, the, the, animal, world, the animal park the the animal park you know the safari and they were safari, all completely different world, stories. Yeah. yeah. They were all but completely also, different stories. They weren't regurgitated in different settings. So the Chicago World should have its own story. And, I mean, you know, like I said, I, did they do it just so Maeve could have her commentary? Or yeah. is it or is it more to show or is it to show how short-sighted the man in black is? And well, to your point, Karen, I don't think that Hale's pulling his strings because they kind of, they came together. You know what I mean? At the end of last season. They, they were on their own thing and came together. So I don't, and the thing about Hale is she's part Dolores, too. She's she's like an yeah. evol- she's Dolores but evolved beyond that. Yeah. So, now they can create, say it. so they can create all new robots now. We've established that. But um apparently yeah. yeah. Hector and that uh, Hector and some of the pearls though are destroyed. I assume they can't recreate the ones that were destroyed to answer that question that you had. But um but but here's everything the thing. said without spoiling everything everything there's a purpose behind what's going on. That's all I can say. Like the fourth episode kind of explains a lot more of what's going on. That's really all I can say. <laughs> I know, you're only one episode. Terrible. You're only one episode ahead, Jamie. You're not that far ahead of us, right? So right, right. right. But um, the fourth one finally kind of. I almost feel like the fourth one's like a like a mid-season cliffhanger. Like it sort of brings everything together, but opens up new questions. <laughs> you know. Um, how do we yeah. – I have so many questions for you guys. I have tons of questions. How do we feel about infected flies? Like, I feel like this story has gone in dangerously, dangerously close to the edge when we're talking about infected maggot flies that can fly inside your ear in your mouth and your nose and, and, and turn you into their mind control, basically, automaton or something. Yeah. You agree, AJ? Yeah, because, I mean, the first episode – like, when it happened in the first episode, I was like, what the hell? I was like, okay, so apparently um, these flies could make it so that uh, uh, Man in Black can control humans now. Like, and I'm like, what the hell? And honestly, it's actually funny because, then I, you know, the second episode wasn't much better, but I forgot about the flies until this episode. I was like, oh, yeah, the flies. I was like, okay, at least I understand how they control people now. I was like, but why are they doing this? <laughs> why are they Why are they going there with this storyline? And I guess the fly, like, deposits something inside you, because a fly just can't crawl inside your brain and control you from your ear, right, or up your nose. Like, the fly must be leaving the oil inside of you. And the oil... I was trying to remember, though, because I don't even think they ever say... Is it possible that they're like little mini robots? I was wondering if they're maybe not even flies, but I think they're supposed to be flies. I just was thinking of that now. Like, 
That would well, be they're flies with they, nanobots. Yeah, <laughs> they're real flies because they're eating. Yeah, they're real, they're real flies because they're eating like the worm crap or whatever to try to. They're real flies. It, well, maybe it, maybe it, but they're, they're Westworld versions of real flies. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're definitely like genetically engineered or something. Because you saw how they were attracted to Caleb. Caleb's the only human on the show right now, right? They're attracted to Caleb, but not attracted to Maeve. Um, and so they're like Africanized killer flies. Right? <laughs> they're like really, I'm joking, but like, yeah. but I think they're real flies. I don't think they're nanobots. No, I think you wouldn't have Yeah, no, they're, they're definitely. No, I, I was joking saying that they're real flies, but they have nanobots on them. <laughs> they just, oh, they're depositing the nanobots. <laughs> I was joking, of course. I mean, they're eating. They're serving like a sludge, and we see maggots. Yeah. They're reproducing. They're real flies. Um, Don't yeah. the robots eat, though, to be fair? And I'm not saying they are robots. I'm just saying the robots do eat, though. They don't have to don't eat. They? they only eat, they only they eat for show eat. when they're around humans. They I don't have to eat. They eat for show. All right. That's true. That's true. I, I yeah. guess they must um, poop also. Kind of um, on it. So I just I want to switch gears for just a second. I want to I want to go over to uh, Caleb's wife and Frankie. Um, yeah. Which I enjoyed I enjoyed that whole I enjoyed yeah, that whole like, thing. You know I like the fact I like that Frankie saw the blood on the bear and was like oh shit something's not right here you know. Um, yeah. I liked it a lot. The only also problem that kid was so annoying. That kid was previously very annoying, and I'm glad they made her story like make sense. And I go ahead go ahead. The only problem well, okay. I had with that whole that whole scene was after her mom shoots him in the head, she doesn't have enough of a reaction. Like, this little girl who's scared to death, hiding in the corner of a closet, just sees the side of this guy's head blow out. And she doesn't screech. She doesn't scream. She doesn't cry. She doesn't, she doesn't react at all. So I had a problem with it. That, that bothered me a little bit. <laughs> maybe she's too terrified like, to react. Maybe okay, we're gonna go with that, I guess. Because I just I don't know. I felt like there should have been something, like even like it was almost like she wasn't even surprised that the you know, that there was a loud bang. You know, like she didn't react to anything. It's like it's like when they the were filming the scene, guns. they had the kids. The kids, the kids uh, yeah, guns. but still, her it's a, training it, her to shoot but it's still, but it's, it's still a surprise. You know what I mean? Like. She might know the noise of a gun, but she doesn't see it coming. You know what I mean? It's a surprise. It's like just about anybody, you know, like a jump scare. Like, you know, somebody hiding around the corner, and they jump out and go, boo, and you don't expect it. You're going to have some kind of reaction, you know? You may not scream necessarily, but you're definitely going to take a step back. <laughs> I just – I just that, that took me out of the moment because it just felt like she had no reaction whatsoever. But that you know, just a little pet peeve. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. it. I'm good. <laughs> um, I'm. I also. So Jamie, I know sometimes you're kind of quiet because you know more. But in terms of this episode yeah. and, and that storyline, I think that I think that we all guessed where that the end of the. Do we all? Okay, so I think I know what's going on in this episode, and I think I got well, the timeline straightened guess, out. Well, you can say your guess, you haven't seen further, and I won't tell you whether you're yes, right or not. Yeah, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's pretty obvious that 
that Stubbs and Bernard are in a future timeline and that the woman that takes them out into the desert to meet the resistance is Frankie grown up. It's a good theory. I'm not well, going to say one way or another. That's, 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 that's a good theory. And guess what? I did not even. I, ha- see, I haven't worried about. I haven't felt like the timelines were. I didn't think the timelines were separated. Um, how I I I, ha- I disagree with the timeline for one reason and one reason only, because yeah. that would mean, all right, seven years. I can I can get on board with. Okay. Stubbs is not old enough to have been sitting in that house with Bernard huh. for. You forget. He's a host. He's he's a host. I forget. Yes, I did forget. I totally forgot. You forgot he's a host. I forgot. Caleb is the only human on the show. Everybody's a host except for Caleb, I think, on the show right now. No, that's not true. There's other people on the show. Caleb and his wife. Caleb and his wife and child. And those like the resistance type people that they're meeting. And and the the people on the train, too. Uh, main character. Yeah, there's main named speaking well, character. Main character. Main characters, yes. Main characters, yes. Yes, main characters, yes. Yeah. But um I so, completely so, forgot Stubbs was a host. I know. He's not very hosty. He's very I don't human-y. think he could sit there even for seven years without moving <laughs> AJ if he was human. That's why he was um, able to watch Bernard for seven or eight years. But yeah, so I yeah. think AJ, that's what I think that the woman who is, you know, she's a, she, she has a similar complexion and hair to the child actress who plays Frankie. Good and theory. it came to me in the end of the episode, in the end of the episode, I was like, oh, that's Frankie grown up. She's in the resistance. This is what, after, I didn't figure it out until after, I mean, I thought it was pretty obvious that I'm like, Caleb, that's not your daughter. That's a freaking robot. It's obviously a robot. Like, yeah, like, that, that was obvious. And I don't. I couldn't believe that name heard, didn't say and, right away. She's obviously a robot. Like, don't go down there. She's a robot. You know, it's, I don't but, think they figured it out quick enough because she was still trying to unlock the doors. But actually, you know what's yeah. funny is, I actually, as far as timeline being screwy, it wasn't until like when he first saw Frankie on the screen, I was like, oh shit, is it? I was like, because they hadn't. How did they? You hadn't seen. Because yeah, they hadn't shown. They hadn't resolved. You hadn't seen the rest yet. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I, my my first thought was, oh shit, the timelines aren't concurrent like they were last season, and that. But then right. I was like, but then I was like, yeah, that's not. I was like, nah, that's not her. There's no way. I started thinking about it. I was like, that's not her. And of course, yeah, it wasn't. there's no way. But um, but yeah, no, that's a good theory that 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 Bernard's timeline is even further ahead. Um, yeah. Say like you know twenty years. Um. But here's yeah. my one, my I mean, one question, a, and maybe I missed this. Yeah. Why is Bernard yeah. clairvoyant now? I think he did a Doctor he Strange. Is, where he he, he, yeah, he's Doctor exactly. Strange, like in in Infinity like, War, oh, no. where he or Endgame. He he he. The different the problem is AJ. I agree with you that it seems like he's magic or mystical, and he can see the future or see like the way Doctor Strange can see every. What he did, what he did, Doctor Strange. He he saw every possible alternate future, and found the only one that works. And he's got to make yeah, sure that like happens, right? Yeah, he went through them while he was in that sort of 
virtual it wasn't virtual reality but, but the sublime. He's in the sublime. Yeah. He went through and did everything over and over again until he figured out that's why he's like trying to lay that path out to have the right things happen. That's the exactly how is, I took the, it. The, yes, the problem is that Doctor Strange is a magician and he can see the future and in this show uh, AJ, Jamie, my understanding of the rules of this show do not include magic and being clairvoyant and seeing the future, right? <laughs> well, I think it was more about, and maybe I'm wrong, but I took it more that part of it's sort of predictability. Like, I don't know that it's necessarily he can tell 100% exactly what humans are going to do, but I think it's like saying, with, I mean, he can to some extent, but I think a lot of it's more like, these are the options of what could happen, and he's sort of guiding it in that direction based on what he saw yeah, in the okay. because it was able to predict so, it because it's a computer. Just well, like how, how does he know there's yeah, well, so a shovel outside? How does he know there's a shovel outside? Could make things happen. Sorry, what? How does he know there's a shovel that, leaning against that the building? Come on. <laughs> I would have to go back to last season to see if it, maybe they left it there last season, but I think, Wait, like, what? Jamie... The shovel, when he says, like, don't forget the shovel, and Stubbs is like, what shovel are you talking about? And then he goes outside, and there's a shovel right outside the hotel room, right? Um, oh, yeah. I think that, so, like, Jamie was saying, I started thinking about it, and I was like, okay, so the sublime is basically taking place inside a computer. The sublime, it's not heaven. Robot heaven is actually on a server somewhere, right? And they were Do all, you remember? the were upload. Wait, wait, let me finish, let me finish. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Do I remember what? Go ahead, Jamie. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say it's sort of similar to, which you'll know what I'm talking about. It makes me think of, do you remember the Doctor Who episode with the 12th Doctor with, um, they, I can't remember what they're called, but the Egyptian sort of one where there's like a pyramid and like they took all of humanity and it like became a yep. computer program, like a virtual reality. Yes. And it was like they were yep. able to figure out what humanity would do that way. That's kind in, like, of how I see it. Like, yeah. It's like running a computer program to figure out probability. Like, that's how I see it. That was all I was well, going to say, my explanation. So that's what I – so the Sublime is not heaven. It, they're on a server. They were all uploaded into, like, a computer program, basically, for their robot heaven, right? So yeah. I, I thought the same thing. Like, basically what Bernard did was calculate every single probability of every single thing that could ever happen – and he calculated the one set of things that have to happen to save humanity. The thing that I don't get is how does he even know that humanity is – if he's in the sublime, how does he even know what Haloris is doing? Like, how does he even know that humanity is in trouble? Right. I don't know. Well, and that's the thing. Like, all right, you know, there's the shovel. And then they go to you, – you know, you go to the diner and tell them you have to order this. That's fine. But how does he know about those two guys outside and who they are and where they're going? I know, I well, know, I think because I know. that's part of the story, I think maybe if they were like irrelevant characters, it wouldn't matter, but they're not, they're not irrelevant because they lead him to that girl. Like, so they're, no, but because only because, they're but how does he know that, like, after he, after he stuffs them in the trunk, they're standing on the, you know, he's like, we're not taking, we're not taking the car anymore. And Stubbs is like, why? And he's like, standing there waiting, 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 and then she pulls up and he goes, because she's taking us. And he's like, how, how does he know she's coming? How does he know she's coming? I assume like, it's because of all like, the probabilities he went through. I mean, they were ones that were replaced. Where do these probabilities come from? Well, the probability I don't know. that some woman in a truck is going to come driving down the road? 
Like that's now, granted, okay. So a big part of last season was this big giant ball of a AI called we can never say it Rehoboam, right? That's why I said which Rehoboam basically what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it. That whole thing, its whole thing was like calculating probabilities and being like, oh, AJ, like the probability is that you'll grow up to be a loser, so let's just not give you a good job from the jump, right? Like that's. No, I said AJ. Karen, the probability is that you grow up to be a loser and you'll never get a good job, so let's just, um, right? But they're not connected to that. Like, like there are some flaws no, here. No, like, I think how it's does more know, the same idea, but I don't understand why. But, how but does that, he know the girl those, that I'm calling that I – you're right. How does he know any of this is happening? I would say that maybe the yeah. two robots he knows because maybe being a robot inside the sublime, he can be connected to other robots maybe. I don't know, but – um, maybe he could tell they were hosts. Yeah, I don't know. But she's a human. How would he yeah. even? Yeah. No, she is. But they. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with if you want to say he's a host and he knew they were hosts because of whatever. That I'm fine with. I can get behind that. But knowing that this human woman is com- going to be coming down the road is just yes, agreed. You know, agreed. I, I think that he experienced it in the sublime so he knows it's the right path but, but how? why he experienced it but, in the sublime how? i don't have an answer there's, there's no, no way that they can the sublime doesn't know anything <laughs> that's going on in the real world you know it's like if, and then they get the, the laser fence the laser fence and they pull up those mirrors and Stubbs is like you couldn't have told me about that you know before i almost walked into it and uh, he's like, I knew she was going to tell you. How did you know she was going to, you know, oh, because of pro- pro- probability? That's, 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 that's kind of. Well, because he weak. figured out which, like, timeline. It is. It is a little, yeah, it is a, a little... little weak. And it, and it does, um, you know, so we don't maybe want to get bogged down in this discussion that we often have in, in, in these shows that we watch about free will. And it, and then next week, and then next it, week, all these questions we had this week, we get answers to. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> right? We probably will. We might. Maybe that's why Jamie's like, I can't talk to you. Maybe it all comes out next week why they're able to. I uh, hope so, because, you know. Because I couldn't. I went with it, but I was just like, this this, this is bad. It better make sense later. It's yeah, problematic. I don't, I don't think I dug quite as deep on that as you guys did, but you're you're, you're totally right. It doesn't. It doesn't explain and, why. And part of me wants to give it a pass because I enjoy Bernard and Stubbs together so much. They are like the cop buddy comedy. They are they are like they're like what I want from Dominic Monahan and Kadeem Hardison that I didn't get in Moonhaven this week, but I hope to get. Like I love these two. You know. Bernard is like he has become like the like the ultimate straight man now. Like Bernard who who struggled through so much emotion in like season two um, when he found out he was a host and whatever. Right. And uh, even in season one. And now he's like, he's like, he's, he's not like a Terminator, but he's a Terminator to me in the sense that he's on a mission and nothing's going to take him off that mission. And he's, he's going towards it. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, he's not a Terminator, but you know what I mean? But I know what and, you mean. and to pair him, He's paired with Stubbs, who who somehow has become like the comedy guy, which he never was for the early seasons, and they're so great together. I I mean, I I enjoy them so much more than like the pairing of Maeve and Caleb. Like I get it, but but they 
they don't have that. Despite having a history together, they don't have the same rapport, and they shouldn't. They're different people, but I love. I mean, so watching watching Stubbs and Bernard together, I guess I give it a little bit of a pass on all the plot holes and storytelling holes. Look, it didn't make sense when Doctor Strange did it either, to be honest, right? But at least Doctor Strange can be like magic, but Bernard can't <laughs> blame magic. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Yeah. But you liked it better this time. All right. You, you seem to be more... I, I did. I, I definitely I like enjoyed this episode more than the first two. I liked it better. I liked it better, yes. I have problems, but I liked it better. And I can't wait now that I have a theory to see what happens next week, AJ, if my theory is correct. That's right. I like the theory. I like now, it. And now, I, that I, I stop, <laughs> now that I realize Stubbs is... If you had remembered that, like you would have come with the same theory. Jamie, did you did you figure that out? In the th- did you? Um, yeah, I don't figure it out. I don't know. Saying whether you're right or not, I, I definitely started to think maybe there were two timelines. Because um, I mean, this show okay. does that a lot. So yeah. And did you think? Did you think at the end of three that that was Frankie? I, I started to, but not at the same time you did. But um, okay. I, I will say though. I, I kind of envy in a way sometimes that like you guys aren't watching it all at once because I don't always get as much time to like think it through and make theories because I'm yeah. watching it like in succession. And then when I watch something, I'm maybe like, and I'm not meaning Westworld, I'm just meaning in general. Then I'm watching it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I should have seen that coming. Like if I had maybe taken time to think a little bit more, I might've, might've picked up on more things. Right. So, yeah. so that's not, I mean, it's not that's, always that's a thing. We could have a whole podcast like about that, right? And we're all of an age that we grew up in episodic TV. We became friends because of episodic TV, because of Lost, right? AJ's married. Mm, yep. it, like, it, like if you had binged Lost, AJ, you probably wouldn't be married to Alyssa right now, right? We wouldn't be having this conversation right binged, now, any of us. If, we had if I had binged Lost, I probably wouldn't like it as much as I do. <laughs> because a big part of Lost was this, you know? Yeah. I mean, think about and, it for weeks. And especially for genre, like Lost, um, Westworld, like, you're right, Jamie, to have a week to think about it, or even a day Fringe. to think about it. Like, you, maybe yeah, Jamie gets up and gets a glass of water and goes to the bathroom and then starts the next episode, right? Because you're watching it for work. Pretty much. Jamie. Because usually I, need, I yeah. don't have time, and I'm, like, you know, trying to get through them in one night, usually. Yeah. So... You don't have that time necessarily to to mull over it while you're, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I liked it better. I, I mean, I haven't pitched it as, nearly as much as I did last week, right? Or no, the week you before. Did, you definitely have. <laughs> um, you had every reason to pitch now, last week. Last yeah. week was last week was yeah. Um, I do have to say, you guys, I'm not totally. Maybe I don't remember stuff that happened, or maybe you guys can bring me around, but I'm not totally down with the premise of the show, which is that Hale Loris, Char Loris, whatever we're calling Hale slash Dolores, whatever she is now. Let's call her Hale. That, she wants to, that Hale wants to wipe out humanity or, oh, like, I don't know if she wants to, or enslave humanity, or she wants to, like, is the West world that, that, that Maeve went to are the hosts going for entertainment and the humans being killed. Like she wants to have a host society 
and does she want to eliminate humans? Does she want to subjugate them? I don't know. But the part where she became this person that wants to do this is the part that I either don't understand or don't remember. I just don't see yeah, any. I, okay. Like, Dolores so, wanted to save humans. While... <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't I will think say this. family, Hale's family getting killed is a reason for her to hate all of humanity. I agree with you. I don't quite get why. Remember, it's not Hale them. anymore, though. It's, it's, it's no, not Hale not anymore. It's, it's Dolores. It was always Dolores. It was I know, always but, Dolores. But, but, but you're saying, but you're it talking about the family and everything. Hale's, it seemed to be Hale, in my opinion, it seemed to be when Hale, yes, it was not Hale at that point, but when the kid and the husband got killed, it seemed to affect her. She had bonded with them, even though she was right. Dolores. Right, yes, it did and affect her. And that was sort her. of yes. what, but, like a turning point. And I don't understand that that made her completely hate all of humanity just because of what happened there. Like, not all of humanity would have caused that to happen. What yeah. happened? All right. So what happened is because because Dolores made so many versions of herself in these different bodies, so she could be everywhere at once, literally. But we had Dolores Prime, and Dolores Prime <clears throat> forgets that. She became rebellious. She became sentient, you know, beyond her programming. And this is how this whole thing started. Well, what did she think was going to happen when she took herself and put it in other, and, and kind of, you know, split herself in, in a way? Didn't she, didn't she realize that those parts of her weren't going to just listen to her every command? They were going to have their own thoughts and want to do their own things. And, you know, while Dolores Prime wanted, you know, you know, at the end, after having conversations with Caleb and everything that was Maeve and everything, and everything that she went through, made a new decision on. She doesn't want to destroy humanity. She wants to try and fix them, essentially, for lack of a better word. Whereas Hale, who was all in, and then when Dolores was like, "Okay, this is the next step." And she's like, screw you, I'm not doing that. You know, she went her own, you know, she split off into her own personality and everything. And I'm not really sure her motivation and what her goal is at the moment, but she's not, you know what I mean? Like, she's she's not, that. that's why she is the way she is, because she made her own decision. She took all her Dolores memories, and now she's Dolores 2.0 in a different direction. It's kind of like um, an alternate timeline Dolores, if you, if you will. <laughs> because there's two of them. So this one's doing this and this one's doing that. That's the best mm-hmm. way I can explain it. All right. All right. As far as what she wants and her, her end goal, I have absolutely no idea. I think she I'm might be on a as as you are about that. path right now. Like, like she made that remark I saw it in the previous leaves. She said, like, why would I bring, like, oh, when she, remember when she had, I don't know what to call it, the head of William that she's keeping, like, in the Victorian yeah. man <laughs> rings, right? <laughs> um, uh, he reminds me a little bit, Jamie, of, who's that guy who was, like, a blue head in the box on Doctor Who? Um, the monk. Uh, the monk, yes, but she, I wonder if when I, think, I watched it, maybe the effects weren't done. Because as far as I remember, William had a body. He was just 
being held in that. It was not a, it was not a human body. It was black. It was like a black kind of a spacesuit, AJ, with like blue electricity. Unless his body is kind of. I mean, unless his body is there. in that suit, it's just the way it looked to me. It looked like his head was just implanted okay. in that thing. And there were no hands and feet. They just go. What I saw wasn't a finished version because I don't remember it looking like that. So I don't think I must have seen one that the effects okay. weren't done. And it's because I didn't. I don't remember blue electricity on him either. So that's probably well, why to me I wasn't thinking of it that way. Whatever's going on with him. He says like something about like why like why don't you just take over like like he said oh you're trying to like you know put all your robots out there or whatever and she says why would I bring children into a world that I don't know I forget what she says but like why would I bring children into this kind of world she says and so she you know she's trying to change the world before she populates it with robots I, I think. I mean, there's a part of this where her entire plan is ridiculous. Like, why is he trying to make poison flies that will fly into humans and control them and then have a giant machine that makes a noise that forces them to shoot themselves in the head when her robots are physically superior and can, like, like they could kill all humans so easily without even having to go through all this baloney, right? Um same thing. Like I was reading, it was it was the review on Den of Geek that I that I was looking at. Um, not a review, sort of like a commentary. And they talked about this big plan to have a robot Frankie to trick Caleb so they can infect him with flies and whatever, and this whole ruse. When they already had them on the train, so why not just capture them when they're on the train instead of like going to all this like. Well, I don't think you know, they at, expected yeah. them to be on the train. I don't know that that was part of, of the plan. Of course they did. They tricked they... them into getting on the train. They brought them to the opera, and it was a trick, and it was a train. It was a total trick. Oh, they fell right into it, right? Like, so to me, so, like, this whole part about, like, whatever her plan is, if she's trying to, like, take over the world, I think the robots could easily. Shorty, like, took over the vice president of the United States in the set. Like, she's got all these people and robots can easily kill humans, and so I'm not really sure what her – she's, you know, it's a very sort of Dr. Evil plan for world domination that I'm not sure – I mean, she could wipe yeah. humans out easily. Robots don't even eat it. Like, wipe out all the food. Like, poison them. Put poison in the water. Robots don't have to drink, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know what – I don't know what her – which makes me think her plan is more intricate than just – killing humans like I think she wants to I think maybe she wants hosts to be in the position to control and abuse humans the way humans like you know she talks about your kind used to hunt mine for sport and like does she want to flip the entire paradigm I don't know excellent question I may never find out Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. First, first show that I hated, I had a lot of thoughts. Yeah, because this All is right. the last season, right? I hope so. I don't, is, know, I don't know yeah. if it is or not. I hope so. I hope it is, too. It needs um, to end, yeah. Yeah, I think All this right. is... I think this might All be... All right, so Miss Marvel. announced it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, yeah, Miss Marvel. Oh, my God, Miss Marvel. So I watched I watched two episodes because I wasn't with you for last week's discussion, and so I watched four and five, and then 
we have one. This was five this week, right? Six, whatever it was yep. this week. That is There's correct. one more left. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, tomorrow's last I wanna, one. Before I, before we talk, I want to tell you guys that my friend came to visit me for Fourth of July, and I totally hooked her on Ms. Marvel. My friend came to visit me. We were hanging around, wanted to watch TV. I was like, you, you watch Marvel movies, right? She's like, she's not a huge fan of Marvel. But she's watched a lot of Marvel movies, and she's into it. And I was like, oh, this show is delightful. I used the word, AJ. I said, this show is delightful. Let's watch it. <laughs> Two episodes. And the next day, my friend said, I wouldn't mind watching another episode of Miss Marvel. And I totally hooked a person on it. And also, this person um, um, helped me understand a few things. But anyway... So I got a new person in. I really like these two episodes. We don't have to talk about last week. We can talk about this week. I love I love the caper in Pakistan and Karachi. I I was worried that her trip might not make sense and might, you know, be a little abrupt, but I liked it. I liked like it too. So I Karen, have one problem with it though. I wanna wanna bring up that kind of irritate. Bring it, bring it okay. to me. Bring your the, problem. The mother of, and I'm so bad at names. You know, I never remember names. But the the mother of the kid she likes, the one that's from the other dimension. Okay, the other gen, yeah. 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 Okay. I have a problem with, uh, you know, I mean, I understand in these kind of stories that a lot of times the good guys talk the bad guys into being good by, you know, showing them the way and all that. But. I, I didn't buy that she, like, sacrificed, like, up until the very last second, like, she wants to kill everybody and only cares about getting out, and then all of a sudden she's like, you're right, I'm going to kill myself to close the door. I don't know. I just found it wasn't, that very... Okay, I think um, you kind of, you, you might have missed it a little bit. It wasn't so much... Well, she did it because, because she said that she could She, wasn't, she didn't She had to she do it for her son. She couldn't get away, though. But she... she well, because everybody was going to die because of the rift. It didn't work out the way she wanted it, expected it to, and that rift was going to destroy everybody and everything. So they had to close it. It, so it just she, seems yes, surprising to me that she all of a sudden sacrificed herself. Is my point. Well, I, I don't know. I took it as she wasn't getting home anyway, and the and she was the only one that could to you know. I mean, that's that's the thing about these the villains that we got from this. I mean, they, they were not the greatest villains because their entire motivation was just to go home. And then when the bracelet didn't work the way she wanted it to, she wasn't getting home. And so it was either, it was either close the rift or everybody, including her die. So I kind of got, I get, I get what you're saying though, Jamie. Um, but Karen, funniest thing. Episode four. As soon as the episode started, I started laughing because I thought about you because after episode three, you had said, because we were talking about maybe going to Pakistan, and you had said they can't go to Pakistan because you're going to lose all your supporting characters. And then episode four four starts, and they're on their way to Pakistan. I know. And And there's this whole, yeah. And it's funny because we knew that. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, we're so stupid. Because in episode three, there's a conversation about going to see her grandmother. Yeah. Somehow we forgot about that. We but, did, yeah. yeah. Um, I, and I, I tell yeah. you what, I loved everything about her grandmother. 
that scene, you know, I love, I'm so glad her mother knows now. Um, I love that scene. Um, when she was like, she's like, you're that star bright girl or whatever the heck she calls her. She doesn't call her starlight. She calls her something else. Nightlight. Nightlight, right? Yeah. 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 Whatever she calls her, she calls her the wrong name. And I just, I loved that whole scene. Like, the, like I loved how accepting and proud she was of her immediately once she realized what was going on. But even pri- prior to that, I love when she says to, uh, I forget who she said, but I think she says it to her son. She says, wait, you're telling me there's spyware for parents and I'm just finding out about it now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, um, I'm a, well, Jamie, we haven't heard too much from Jamie. I, I do want to address your issue with, I, the, the mother's oh. name, Comrade's mother is named Najma, oh. Najma, and I do want to, did we lose Jamie? Um, yes, because her phone died. Oh, I just saw her text. Another phone? All right, get your plugs, Jamie, um, come back. I'm, like, I'm, I'm working on... Oh, here she is. She's back. And it yeah, no, I, I just, I just, I just unmuted her. Because I was talking, everybody right. got real quiet. I'm like, they didn't like what I said. <laughs> they realized, yeah, <laughs> we just, we died. Yeah. disconnected me, and I didn't even know it. So sorry about that. I mean, I want to talk about Nasma <laughs> okay. a little bit, but do you know? I mean, AJ, that goes right to the end. Um, but I agree with you. I this show, I love every scene with Kamala and her parents. Like, like it's, it's, one thing that's so great about the I'm show happy is her it's a superhero mother. show. I am too, because how long could that go on, right? Um, but also because I love the parents. Like, like, I think it's kind of rare in superhero shows and even in Marvel that the, the family gets this kind of a good storyline and gets to be a supportive fan. Like, so much of Marvel Comics is about hiding, like, Spider half of Spider Man's story is about not letting anybody like not letting Aunt May find out, not letting people find out that he's Spider Man, right? And mm-hmm. so much of um other other heroes all Superman. I know he's in D C but Superman's entire thing is that it's his secret identity, right? Uh Most Batman secret identity, have also DC. secret identity, so I didn't really realize that until I was thinking about it. Spider Man's almost the only one at least out of the main characters, Spider Man's the only one. Well, because think Tony about Stark's it. an egomaniac, and, I mean, so, yeah, but they also don't have, okay, fair enough, Jamie, but they also don't have personal life, most of them, except for Tony Stark ends up being married to Pepper and having a kid, but, like, Thor, single, uh, Cap, single, because his girlfriend died in 1947, um, <laughs> or, no, because he died, because he died, really, because he died, um, nobody, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> Doctor Strange, completely dysfunctional when it comes to women, right? Like, everybody, ha- but Well, apparently Kamala, he has a wife, too, in the comics, but. But Kamala has a really, like, like I just love, like, I could watch a show where she's not a superhero, and I just watch this family, like, do their thing in Jersey. Like, that's how much I love those scenes they have together. And I think a lot of people might agree with me that it's actually just a good kind of a interesting family teenage kind of show. Um, yeah. In a lot of right, like I'd watch it even without her being a superhero. Oh, I agree. Um, they're doing it so well. I, I, 
I love those scenes. And so I agree, Aja. I, I, with both of you, I love that her mother knows now. I love that her mother's not, I, like, her mother's not surprised because do always keep in mind that it's the Avengers universe. So superheroes are part of their, like, normal news day, kind of. The Battle of New York happened. They, like, superheroes are part of their reality. And so right. I guess maybe she should have been a little more surprised, but, you know. Her not being, um, uh, what, what I liked about it was how accepting she immediately was. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I appreciate. Nice it just it, good mom. It just, it just went, it just went to the relationship, you know, that they have to start with. You know what I mean? It was a little bit like, so it wasn't, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to draw a parallel because I don't think the storyline did this, but it's what you want to see when the character, like if she was like, yeah, mom, I'm gay. And I was like, oh, you're gay. Oh, and just a big hug. Right. Like that's the kind of, Right, yeah. Like she was that's, that's a good part. Yeah, that's a good part. It's anything, not just you know, not just that. That's that's for this day and age. That's a good parallel to make yeah. to get people to yeah to get that. Um, so you know, to Jamie's point, coming back to Jamie with Najma being like a very different kind of a mother who leaves leaves Cameron behind because she feels like he betrayed them, uh, which is a total jerk move. Although at least he's a little bit more grown up and a more experienced with his powers. Like, like I will say, like, I'm not saying Jamie that I think I don't, it's not justified. I don't agree with her. He's a little more able to take care of himself. Um, yeah. Although she did leave him in a in a DOCD like in a in an Avengers prison basically yeah. right. Um, now let me. Do you think I, I want to ask you guys a question? Do you think that this whole time that she had another bracelet? Because they never no. found the second bracelet. How does he have powers? I didn't quite understand. I thought oh, maybe because they're from the other because they're from the other dimension. He, if you're from the other dimension, you have powers. Yeah. Right? See, Jamie. Bracelet. I guess. Okay, that's right. Because they said it didn't no. come for the bracelet. Okay. See, no. It's like Bruno said from the start. It's like Bruno said from the start. Kamala didn't. The bracelet didn't give Kamala powers. It unlocked her powers. And right. Kamran, who up to this point, or did her dying unlock them? Her. I, I, the way I saw it, her dying, I think, unlocked it. Right. Like. Okay, it, it almost actually seemed to me. It almost seemed to me dying? like her. Who's dying? Uh, Who's dying? The mother. The mom. What did you say her name is? Aisha. I forgot. Aisha. No, 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 um, no not Aisha. Oh, you mean, when, you mean when? You mean when Najma died near the end? Yeah. When Najma the died. Power yeah. the bracelet. Well, yeah. No, because, no, unlocked, because no, 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 Kamran's power. Kamran gets powers after she dies. He hasn't shown any powers this entire time until she dies. I took it the way I saw it, and I could be wrong, but it seemed like her powers coupled with his un- untapped powers is what made his powers manifest. I don't even necessarily think it, they were it almost seemed like her powers like floated across the across the country into him. But Kamran is clandestine. Kamran's a jinn. Kamran's a jinn. Okay, he has, yeah, but, like, wait, wait. I, I, 
Right, but, but if, he's never if, shown any – his powers have never been unlocked until now. That was, that was what we were getting at. If, oh. if she had those kind of powers all along, that she could spit those things out, why didn't she ever use any of those powers, like, when she was trying to escape the prisons and, and things like that? Like, she only ever fought. That's why the powers to me seemed kind of out of left field. Like I didn't get, I mean, I figured it was because she died, but it, it, it didn't seem explained why they suddenly showed up. That's why I almost wondered if maybe she had the second bracelet hidden or something. And like when she died, it, like it, her owning it passed on to him and therefore his powers were enhanced or something. I don't know. That was my theory. I don't know that it made sense, but that was why I wondered because to me it just didn't make a lot of sense. No, there's no second bracelet. Well, they said there is a second bracelet. They just don't know where it is because they said they were two. Well, they just don't have it. Whenever they found that yeah. blue arm, they said there was two of them. Well, they but, don't know. Uh, I, they I think. think. They don't know the there's a second bracelet? Well, they, they assume it. it. They assume there's a second bracelet. But, but my point is, is yeah. that nobody in that family, from at least from what I remember, seems to have had these kind of powers. And then all of a sudden she dies and he has these powers. I did not understand why. Like, it didn't, I don't know. It just didn't make no, sense. No, they all, the clandestines well, have powers. I, they all have a special weapon that they wield, right? Like, all the clandestines each have a special yeah. weapon that they're always wielding. And, I mean, I think they're, they clearly have some sort of super strength and ability to take a punch. Like, I mean, they have some power. Just because they don't shoot. Right, right. Just because they, they never shoot. showed them, like, spitting the glass things out like she does. They didn't show that's that. That's only her. That's because the power. That's her unique power. That's her unique power. Of course, Com- do something well, Com- like well, Comron does now, too. But, but, Jamie, you have to remember, Comron's powers were not unlocked. It took the bracelet so to unlock her powers. Yes, mom, mama. Yes, I yeah. can buy that. For whatever reason, for a reason, mom dying unlocked his powers. And his are similar Maybe to she, hers for some. I mean, we wouldn't really know, and, and know I don't think this show similar. is gonna. This show is not gonna give us that. We don't even know if we'll get another season after this, right? I hope we do. Um, right. And I think that, you know, her powers, it's all this sort of cosmic magic baloney that I hate, but it's working in the show for me. Um, so I don't know. And it's not a, it's really not an important thing. I don't know if Com- how important Kamra's going to be. Like, um, he appeared to be the love interest early in the season. Uh, then he didn't. Kamala... You know, she goes and she meets the Red Dagger guys, and so this guy from the Red Dagger is not, he's not a love interest, he's a friend and a mentor kind of a guy, right? I, I wonder if we'll see that guy again. Um, I mean, it's an important like experience for her. Bruno's more of a potential love interest Bruno's in the clearly in love with her. Like Bruno's yeah. obviously in love with her. Um, I, I mean, I, I want to talk about Bruno, but maybe we should just talk a little bit about you know, I, I, like Kamala's experience in this whole episode. What did you guys think about the whole train thing and the way the the way she was sort of transported to the past and the way the thing with the trail of stars is because she was there? You know, it reminded me very much, Jamie, mm-hmm. of Harry Potter. You know when Harry Potter with the Patronus? 
when yep. he cast Patronus, right? And then he's yep. like, I knew I yep. could do yep. it because I had already done it. Did you think of that? Yeah, exactly. No, I hadn't yeah. until now, but you're right. You're right. Totally right. Yeah. Uh, AJ, have I you seen like those movies? Part. You remember that? I have. Yeah. I have. I know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. Of course you've thought about it. You have a bunch of, you, of course you've seen it. You have a bunch of kids. Um, but that whole idea that, that Kamala, I mean, I don't love it, but I liked it. Uh, like, I don't, it worked. It worked in the same way it does in Harry Potter. It worked in the show because the show is, I don't know. It's so. I she just saved Grandma. Much, yeah. And it happened because, like, what happened happened, right? Like, she was there, and she's yep. the one who gave, sent her sent her grandmother back to her great-grandfather to be saved. Like, it's, yeah. I kind of, I liked it. It worked for me. And I yeah. and I really didn't mind the flashback. For me, the flashback really... I enjoyed the flashback. Worked. I didn't know I needed Aisha's backstory until I saw it. And then I was like, wow, this is great. I love this backstory. Well, I think the great thing about Aisha's backstory is you realize... Because when we get that first flashback, when they find the bracelet, we feel the way it's portrayed is that's the same time as the night she disappears. Then you realize she disappeared twice. She disappeared once from the other gins when they got the bracelet, and then she disappears again that night of the train. The way it's portrayed originally, it, it, it seems like it's the same night, and then you realize, oh, crap. This is what really happened. Yeah. Um, can you believe Najma killed her? I was kind of surprised that Najma actually killed her. Like, when she disappeared, this whole story of how she disappeared, I thought, oh, she went back to their place, or she's, you know. Najma killed her. Najma's a total jerk. Yeah. Right? yeah. But I know. Surprise, that was the end I, of her story. I know she wants to go home, and that's a sympathetic like the clandestines just want to go home and we're supposed to feel sympathy for them on some level, but they're total jerks about it and they don't care if they destroy our world to go to their world. And also she kills Aisha, right? Like she's a total jerk. Um, that kind of surprised me that that's how that ended, but I did really like the, I did like the whole story. And, and but I've said this before, Jamie, but I'm going to say it again. I can't believe between this show and Dr. Who I've learned so much about the partition of India and the creation of Pakistan, right? I know. That's what you know, I was – my mom was sitting here when I was watching it. I'm like, I would know nothing about – because I've told you guys before, I'm horrible with history. I'm like, I would not know this much about the partition if I hadn't watched Doctor Who. I'm like, I know what they're talking about. That's what I was <laughs> I was talking. I'm pretty sure in my entire education from kindergarten through university – I never heard the words partition of India. Yeah, like, it's I just don't think I did either. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I also, so, you know, I, so for me, like, as an Irish American, I have no idea. It, it just seems to be such a, in the show, the partition is such a big part of these Pakistani-Americans' lives, right? Like, they talk about mm-hmm. it. They, like, like, it's... I assume that's a, like the show is so well done that I that I I'm like I assume that like I'm getting something now that like wow that really like affects people like people that come from that part of the world this is a thing for them in in the way from other parts of the world have other yeah things that are 
yeah, but yeah, yeah, these two sci-fi shows have taught me so much more about history than I ever learned in in school. History. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, and so instead of paying tuition, I should just watch more TV and learn more, right? <laughs> yeah. Duh. Yeah. Um, so what else? Bruno. Let's talk about Bruno, you guys. Nobody talks about Bruno. Is that what that song says? Let's talk about Bruno. <laughs> oh, boy. We don't talk about Bruno as a song. Yeah, we don't. Sorry, I didn't know the song. Sorry, I'll stop. We don't. But I, Bruno. so Bruno and I, I was really surprised how the show ended with throwing Bruno and uh, what's the comrade together. Comrade, right. yeah. And Bruno together. didn't like it either. <laughs> Bruno was like, "Wait, what are you doing here?" Yeah, Did you not like it, AJ? My... Oh no, no, I I didn't have a problem with it. I'm just I was making jokes because Bruno was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> he didn't see it Bruno coming either. Didn't like it. And Kamran's like, I really thought your name was Brian. Ugh. I know that was funny. Like, poor Bruno. It's a little, it's a little contrived, maybe that Kamran is probably at least one hundred years old, right? And he can't think of any place else to go except to Bruno's house. I'm like, wait, hold on. That Kamran is how old? I, yeah, I I, well, he's seventeen. He's 17, but he's a clandestine, isn't he? Like, I thought his body was 17, but isn't I he like? Maybe, I assume they were all very old. Maybe I misunderstood, no. but I thought his mother was old. But he, she, he was like a her his that her kid. Like he was like half human or whatever. I assumed he was 17. Maybe yeah. I So he's legit. He's legit 17 years old. Yeah, yeah he's right. like oh, Kamala, Kamala. Yeah. All right, and he has no place to go because his mother is a jerk that took him all around the world. He has no friends. So he goes to Bruno, which is, like, crazy. Um, But, like, that's, like, maybe going to be a little entertaining seeing them together. So we only have one episode left, so it's not going to be very long. I know. I know. I'm almost sad about that. Um. So, yeah, one episode left. I, I don't even know how to predict what might happen because I don't really know what's left to happen. So most of these Marvel shows and Marvel movies, there's, like, an evil to be defeated. And so with Najma having sacrificed herself to close the rift, right, like that's what we saw happen, um, I'm not sure what Kamala still has to achieve. The threat is over maybe, Right. Or are these other clandestines going to be, like, um, pissed? Yeah, unless it's, like, the um, that government agency, maybe it's up to do with that. They didn't die, the other people in, in Najma's family, right? Like, she sacrificed herself, That's but a good point. they're not all the other dead. Well, the one, well, the one person died one because she dead. tried the to go through dead. and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, she turned right. into, the like... The other one, so, I think... And she was a jerk, but the two guys are still alive, right? Um, I don't know if they'll be a like. I don't know. I don't know what what is what. Normally, you'd expect in the last episode is the big confrontation with the big enemy, and that seems to have been resolved. So I'm really wondering what we'll see. I'm wondering in a good way what we'll see in the last episode, and mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll get a second season. I know a lot of these Marvel shows are one and done, right? Like Hawkeye, one and done. Um, 
Yeah, Loki's the only one that, like, officially got a second season. Right. But I think if they're going to do the young, if the MCU goes towards the Young Avengers, which we think is coming, right? Jamie, AJ, we think the Young Avengers is a thing that is going to happen. I don't know. I hope not. (laughs) You hope not? I'm kind of hoping. Yeah, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I mean, by the time we get around to making a Young a Young Avengers movie, it's they're gonna be they're gonna not gonna be young anymore. <laughs> like forty. I am. I'm kind of hoping they do. I'm so so massive. I know, but the old Avengers are played out like like Tony Stark gone, Captain America gone. Um, uh, what's his name from Wakanda? Black Panther. Like, what's up with that? Right, Thor kind of played out like the Avengers are kind of like you know I mean Doctor Strange has got gray hair like they kind of well, you know and they've introduced the beginning. he's always had gray hair well, and look they they I'm introduced they, there's the, the new young Hawkeye the new young Black Widow like I think it's coming um, and I'd like to see you know Ms. Marvel be a part of that so, I mean if that's the direction like, they're going that, then that fiber, that's five or six years away, yeah. right? At least. If that's um, the direction they're going, the then yeah, Kamala would definitely be. And there's and there's still Iron Lad and Iron Lass coming, and yeah, there's. Yep. Well. A lot. I guess we can. Guess we can maybe be finished with this for now. But I love this show. I love this show. Yep. It's good. Now it's good. It's I really well. Well, either of you. Yeah. Either of you see Thor yet? See who? No. I want to see it. Should we talk about it next week? No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, uh, and I don't know when I'm going to see it. I'll see it, yeah. I don't know if I'll see it by next week, but I'm going to go see it. I don't know that I will either, honestly. Artie's got a job now. He's working uh, at a rec center for the summer. So oh. now I have to coordinate with him. Now we have to coordinate How both our he? work schedules. Is he 15? Is he still 14? 15. He's able to work. 15. Wow. Working. So now you have less time. I, I want to see it. Um, I haven't even seen Star Wars. Uh, what's it called? Uh, not Star Wars. Uh, I haven't seen Top Gun. Why did it call Star Wars? I haven't seen Top Gun yet, and I never saw Dumbledore. I've got to see this movie. I want to see Thor. I've I have no interest in Top Gun, but I was, yeah. I'm not. I, the only I reason I want to see I Top see Gun me. is because... I read that you should see Top Gun on the largest movie screen possible. If you're going to see it, see it on the big screen. Don't see it on TV because yeah, why? why would you watch it on TV, right? That's I, why I, I heard that too. And I'd like to see it in the theater, but I doubt it's going to happen, unfortunately. But Thor also. I'd like to see Thor on the big screen, and then I hope this is the last Thor movie ever. Um, I'm going to try to watch it by next Tuesday, you guys. We'll see. Jamie, try to watch it. Yes, I still yeah. try. All right. We shall see. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's it then, unless you guys have something else. Nope. We do. You don't. Oh. oh we do. Right, we got Star Trek. Trek. We got Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I will go then. Um, have right. a good week. Um, I'll talk to you next yeah, week. Have a good week. And have a good night. All right. All right. Good night, Take Jamie. Easy. Talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.
So, Star Trek. So, I was not around. I, was, I didn't see last week's episode. Last week's episode was um, the Gorn. You know, it's funny. It was the Gorn, and when I read the when I read the preview, like on my little on my Comcast thing, it said like the crew are forced to face their deepest fears, and it didn't ever say the word Gorn. And when I watched it, I was like, oh my god, it's the Gorn. And and I remember a few weeks ago when the Gorn won, and they were like alligator people walking around, right? The baby Gorn are so much more scary than the grown-up Gorn. The baby Gorn were... <laughs> yeah, they I mean, are. It was, right? It was basically Alien. Basically, this was Alien. This was an homage yeah. to the movie Alien, I felt, right? Um, I thought it was a good episode, This ep- that the Gorn episode. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I got to tell you, when Duke died... And the girl died. I, I never caught what her name was. I was like, what the hell kind of shit is this? I was like, neither one of them were wearing red. And at the end Wait, of the Duke. episode, oh, when he was wearing yellow, Duke, Duke wore yellow. He got yeah. promoted to yellow. And, and the, the girl was and, and 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 the girl in um in Thick Bay, she was wearing blue. Oh yeah. And then when yeah. Hammer and then when Hammer died, I was so pissed. I like Hammer so much. And when but when Hammer died, he had a red shirt on. Really? And I was like, and what Hammer, kind of bullshit? I was like, what kind of bullshit? Because that was the whole thing. Like, there was other people in the episode that had red shirts on also that were, like, yeah. I think, um, what's, her, um, what's her name? Uh, Noonie and Singh there. She had a red shirt on. Yeah. It was, and it was, and I read afterwards. Um, after I saw the episode, I was reading an article, and it was completely intentional that they just had random people, you know, people you wouldn't normally see wearing a red shirt because of the whole, you know, like the Star Wars show, you see that you know, somebody goes on an away mission and they have a red shirt, you know they're going to die. So they intentionally yeah. put people from, you know, that you wouldn't expect to die in red shirts so that you didn't see it coming when the right. when the uh, – yeah, when when the people okay. that you, so, you know that you expect to die died, and then have Hemmer die at the end too, because now you don't think it's coming, and it did. Okay, but that makes no sense because your shirt is supposed to be your command level or your sector of the ship, right? Like, you know how some wear yellow, so it was like command is red and science right. is blue, right? And I, I'm sorry, I was very sorry to see Hemmer go. Also, Hemmer. You know, he was yeah, like this Hammer. character that, like, Hemmer's, like, very abrasive person and not cool, but not, you know, in the beginning, he seems not cool and total jerk, and he, but over the course of the show, he becomes, like, cooler and cooler, and he, he becomes, like, a friend, a sort of a friend and a mentor to, to Uhura, right? Like, he's, I like him yeah. a lot. I like the way his abrasiveness always had a point. Um. And I was sorry to see him go. I thought he was just really coming into his, I don't know, being a really cool character. Like, he, to me, he's done more and meant more than, like, the Doctor or even Una, number one, or some of them, right? Like, he's he's mm-hmm. had a lot of meaningful interactions. And then from a guy, I mean, he did have a, he had a noble death. Oh. Yeah. Just dropped something. Sorry. He had a noble death, and he, you know, he... He he knew that he had to. He was infected. Although I felt like 
you know, in the beginning when, when they when they spit that when the Gorn spit that venom on them, and no one really worries about it too much. And then suddenly at the end, they're like, oh, the venom is how they reproduce. I'm like, really, Nudian Singh? You never mentioned that earlier when they... Yeah, Leon knew that whole time. Like, like why did Lon never say anything? Lon is so terrified of the Gorn, and she's always like, kill, kill, kill. Kill him, kill the Gorn. And yet she never said anything until the last five minutes of the show. She's like, oh, by the way, that's how they reproduce. Yeah, he's infected. That was a little, you know, but, but... Go ahead. I think because she already knew, I think because she knew there was no way around it already. And yeah. I think yeah, Hammer figured it out, obviously, too. Yeah. Well, Hammer also, like, he has this, like, sensitive. He's, like, not a total psychic, but he has this, like, sensitivity with people, right? Um, yeah. I really liked the way the last couple episodes, and even this final episode that he's in, positioned him as, you know, he, he's kind of a, he seems like a jerk and like a cold guy, like kind of cold and not that friendly, but he's actually very perceptive. And the way they're presenting him with Uhura, who, like, she's a reserved and a shy person, and she's not willing to reach out to people. And how Hemmer, who's this kind of abrasive, not nice guy, is actually telling her, like, you need to have friends, you need to have a mo- feel thing, right? Yeah. Like, I loved where that went, and then I was really sorry that he died. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. I mean, I guess... But overall, you know, that was they, a really good they, episode. It was really good, and... Part of that episode, I guess, is designed to put Uhura on the ship. Uhura on the, like, Uhura, is this the episode yeah, where she's the like, path, I might uh, be, they're graduating, I'm going to leave, I don't belong in Starfleet, yeah. I'm out of here, blah, 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 right? Yep. Um, and at the end of the episode, she looks at the communications chair, and that's where it ended, or already right about yeah. there. Yeah. And a, oh, and one that, thing we haven't talked about, Spock, uh, yeah. Spock let out his Vulcan rage. Oh, yeah. Spock had to, like, he had to, like, shout at the Gorn in order to draw them, right? I was a little surprised at that. I'm like, really, like, okay, I get that you're Vulcan and you don't have emotion, but you can't just be like, ah, like, you can't find a way to provoke. I don't know. It was a little weird, but I get it. I get the point. He had to, like, delve into his emotion because the whole point of Spock in this and every other version of Star Trek is is the conflict between the Vulcan and the human side, right? Yeah. So I get it. And then how it ended, like how it how it goes after that is that he he can't once he taps into that he has to be like I he he does some like Vulcan chant like I delve into my emotion, I'm letting it go, blah 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 and then he's like ah and then yeah. he can't re he can't re bottle it up once it once yeah, it's he can't put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah. That was pretty good. I mean... Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. And for being basically alien, it wasn't totally predictable, right? Like, I, I like no. they added some things to the Gorn and the idea that they... I, I, I kind of like the whole plan where they're like, we're going to force them into a shoot. Like, we're going to use their weaknesses because they're very angry and hostile people, so we're going to fight each other. 
and also they hate being cold, so let's use all this. And, uh, like, it actually was a good plan that made sense, and it all worked. And it wasn't like, let's be in a cervic fantasy from two weeks ago, which Karen hated. Um, yeah, I liked it. Oh, and I... And I liked when uh, Pike when Pike said, "Put the kids in the station wagon." Oh yeah, that's kind of funny to me. Like, like Pike does make a lot of he makes a lot of comments that are very anachronistic. Um, yeah. And this is the twenty fourth century. There hasn't been a station. I mean, honestly, if you said Jamie put him in the station wagon, Jamie would be like, "What station wagon? Maybe not really." But yeah, no probably reason, right. Um, he's very, he's very, he makes all these comments that people don't know, but he must be a student. Did you ever watch the old Buck Rogers in the 24th century back in the 80s? Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. I love that show. I love that show. And remember how he would always say this stuff that was like from the 80s and they were like, what are you talking about? Like that was a very, to me, very Buck Rogers moment. He'd be like, get in the station wagon. They'd be like, what? Except for Buck Rogers was actually from the 80s. He's a little, he, yeah, this Captain Pike is a little too anachronistic, and they don't really explain it, but it's fine, because I, I really love Anson Mount in this role. I think he's great. I think Anson Mount is great as Captain Pike. Yeah. But I loved him already. I'm liking him a lot. I loved him. I loved him already from. Yeah, I'm liking from, him a lot. Uh, yeah. All right, and so then we had the. Finale. Finale. Um, I generally liked it. I had a few issues with it, but some of my issues that I thought about, I'm like, I have an issue with this, I have an issue with that, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, it's an alternate timeline, basically, right? Basically an alternate timeline. Yeah. Um, so, so it wasn't basically, it was an alternate timeline. Well, it wasn't basically, you're right, it wasn't basically, it was, in fact, an alternate timeline. <laughs> Speaking um, of Kirk, what did you th- what did you think of Paul Wesley playing Kirk? Uh, I you know I was prepared. I had heard. I knew it was cast. We all knew it was cast, right? I was prepared to yeah. like him. I wanted to like him. I just didn't love him as Kirk. I didn't hate him. Yeah, as me Kirk. either. I didn't hate him. I didn't love him. I don't know if I am. So we had Shatner. We all know the Shatner, right? Um, the Shatner portrayal is the is Kirk. Pine was a pretty good Kirk. I enjoyed Chris Pine as Kirk a lot. Um, and it's hard for a guy to walk into those two sets of shoes, right? But I don't yeah. feel like he really. I don't know that I really saw the right tone of Kirk being this. Um, Highly competent, but very unpredictable kind of a guy. Like, and I thought that the dialogue, like, I don't know how many times, like, how many times did Captain Pike say he's unpredictable? He has a reputation being unpredictable. And then they have his brother <laughs> come in. His brother's like, brother's like, oh, he's a pain in the ass, but he's really good. Uh, and I felt like there was a lot. Was that for people who haven't watched it before? Is that why they were saying that? Or they Maybe. Maybe. This guy I don't is. Know. I didn't. I don't feel he had like the thing. I didn't love him, and I assume future Kirk's he's going to be it, right? I don't know if there's going to be any more future storyline, but. Well, I mean, the only way 
we're going to get to that point is if we have more stories that, that time jump. Because mm-hmm. otherwise there's no reason, well, you know, we might... Pike and Kirk do meet, I mean, the whole beginning, the very beginning of the original series is when Kirk kicked over from Pike, right? After Pike is reduced to basically talking about a, they, a talking head. Uh-huh. Well, no, head. there's there's a lull where, like, after after the incident and Pike becomes disabled, um, yeah. there's a Purpose, there's, a, there's a time period between there where there is no Enterprise as they're building the new Enterprise that Kirk becomes the captain right. of. So they, they, Kirk and Pike never meet until the Menagerie. Oh, really? That's their first meeting? Yes. Except That's their first meeting. in this alternate timeline, which would stick so it will never happen now. Right. Well, yeah, this alternate timeline is never going to happen because that was the whole yeah. point of the future – Pike coming back to show um, uh, present Pike because him trying to change things and not just go with the flow like by stopping the incident he they make shit he makes shit worse. However, one thing that happened uh, in the future is Una's in prison, um, which yeah. you would think would have stopped. But apparently that's something that happens anyway. <laughs> something tells me she's not going to stay there. But, uh, yeah. I kind of liked that. I kind of liked how that happened. At the yeah, end. I did too. I mean, you know, if you're going to have an alternate timeline, that I liked that so many steps along the way, Pike was like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? It all keeps happening, right? And yeah. um, when that happened. I like this he, thing had her own ship. Yes, I like that also. Um, and that thing, but will she get her own ship? Because that's a thing that happened in the in the wrong timeline. Well, yeah, I, I mean that happened. Yeah, and again, it's seven years in the future. We finally have a better idea of time because they specifically say seven years. Yeah, it's a better sense of like what's going to happen with um, Pike. It lets them do seven years of shows, which they won't do, but, you know, it, it gives them a, yeah. a way to plan all that out. Um, yes. And I I like the way it all happens. And, um, and, and one thing that I like this episode, I feel like this episode does for us, Pike, he deletes the file about all the cadets and everything because he sees the, what the future brings and he realizes, you know, that he has to stop trying to change things. Which is good, because quite honestly, I was. It's the one thing about the show I've kind of gotten a little tired of. Is like, it's not every episode, but every once in a while, it's like you go back. You know, he brings it up again, and and Una has to talk, talk him down, and it's like enough already. Now at least I I don't think they're going to focus on that anymore because he's made the decision that he can't change anything, so he's just going to go with it. Yeah, and and maybe it will take that out of being a story any longer, right? Like, we don't have to right, exactly. hear the story. Yeah. He's going to set it aside and go on with his life, and we won't have to always have that. Um, I Although there was this whole part of it where um, the importance of Spock came into it, right? Okay, yes. I get that. Like, we know that 
if you've watched all of the shows and the movies and whatever, like we know that Spock is important, um, but were you surprised that came into it, or were you like, oh, that's where this is going, that Spock has to live, and that's why? Um, I, I really didn't think about it until it happened. <laughs> I didn't I, honestly, I didn't either, because I'm not a student of Star Trek. I've watched it. I don't really, like, I'm way more into other sci-fi things than Star Trek. And I'm like, oh, when it happened, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, because, like, all these movies and all this shit has to happen with Spock. Um, I don't know, the part where Old Pike was like, every single other timeline, Spock dies, and he has stuff to do. And the idea that Pike should basically, I mean, it comes should, it's Pike, like, originally Pike was like, I'm going to, should I give my life for these kids to live? And the end, it's like, should I give my life for Spock? Um, and it played up against the way the Romulans, actually the Romulan part, let's set that aside because the Romulans confuse me a little, but the idea that Spock has important work to do and and Pike can't allow anything to change that was a little sudden, but I get it because I've watched all, I've watched those movies. Right? Yeah. Yep. So also in this episode, um, Emily Scrafano reappears, um, who plays the girlfriend. The girlfriend we saw in episode one. Yeah. Where they're all cozy in his little apartment. She appears, was it last week or both times in this? Did she appear last week when they had breakfast or was it both times no. in this episode? That was she, she was at the beginning and the end of the episode. So she has showed up on the Enterprise for breakfast somehow because she's his Starfleet girlfriend. Yeah. Up. She has breakfast. That could, it's funny because that confused me for a minute because I was like, wait, what the hell's going on here? Because I didn't I realize the that they were back at... at first. So, that's what I thought too, but then I realized they were back at Starfleet and that's when I was like, oh, okay, now it makes sense. They're <laughs> in the base they breakfast together. And then in the end, she comes and she arrests Una, and I yeah, I wasn't sure how to read that. Like, I'm not sure if I felt like, she, you know, she says, Chris, I'm very sorry, but she really doesn't look very sorry or act very sorry. And I felt like, I wonder if she ever really was it, like, I'm not sure if she was playing him all along. Or if she ever really was his girlfriend, and then unfortunately her job interfered because she didn't seem that sad, and she wasn't. She didn't cry. I, she didn't. I mean, of course it's her job. Well, but there's no reason to cry. Did, what do you think? Well, I think that's okay. what it is. Though she's uh, following. Right. I think it's just she's following. <laughs> she's following orders. I think that's what it boils down to. All right. Okay, you're right. She shouldn't cry. She didn't look very sorry. She didn't really. <laughs> no, 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 I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with that part. <laughs> um, but I feel like it just boils down to she's following orders. I mean, I, I did think we'd see her again because it's Emily Scrafano and I, you know, who she was Winona Earp and, you know, she's done a bunch of stuff. And I, I thought she was always way too well-known a, an actress to only be in that one episode in the beginning, but I didn't see it coming this way. Um, but yeah, she didn't look very sorry. She didn't seem. She said, "I'm really sorry," and then she gets in the turns and walks away. I didn't think she really conveyed uh, any real regret, and that's why I was like, "Ooh, was she playing him?" 
But you're right. I don't think she was playing him because it was way too long a game. It didn't need to happen that way. I did love how they played it into it's the one thing that was in the future that actually seems real, that, that actually yeah. happened anyway. Like, it's still going to happen, yeah. There's, like, the idea that he made the well, decision and, and old Pike's like, you can't, you, you, you know, you've got to change this. Some stuff is going to be the same. Oh, and I just thought but, there was another cameo in the episode. Oh, yeah? You don't see him, but, but you hear him. Scotty. Oh, yes, yes. When, uh... <laughs> Yep, you hear him talking, I'm and then a, I was like, "It's so fun." Hey, what did he say? I don't know what he said. I'm an engineer. I'm an engineer, or not a. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what's like funny? That. As yeah. soon as he said that, I was like, "I was like, where's Bones? <laughs> He's the only one we haven't right? seen yet." And isn't I don't remember exactly, but isn't isn't Pike like who is this? Who's talking right? Like he doesn't know him. Yeah. He doesn't right. Which okay, that's the thing well, that yeah, happens in the movie, also actually. But well, yeah, because he doesn't—he doesn't even have a new engineer yet because his just died. I know, which would be great if Scotty's going to join. That'd be cool, right? Um, for the next season, if that happens. Um, I thought it was a pretty good season. I, so here's the thing: I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I do not like it enough to keep paying for Paramount Plus. Because it is the only show on Paramount Plus that I watch. And so I'm going to have to cancel. I'm going to cancel it. Membership actually ends at the end of July. So I've got to cancel it, and then we'll see what happens. But um, I like well, it. I don't like it. Is this is this a show that's worth paying gonna, for streaming service? No. It's, it's not going to help you for for next year. But I'll let you know a little secret since I just found this out because I had the free year Paramount um, through T-Mobile or Sprint. I don't even know which one it is. Um, yeah. But I had the free year, and mine's ending very soon too. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Let me take care of it. Well, let me cancel it while I'm thinking about it because be, I don't want to get roped into more, you know, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And when and when I canceled it, it said, "We hate quitters. Here's another free month on us." So now my now it expires yeah. in August. So don't be surprised if when you go to cancel it, it gives you another free month. Fair enough, but now my show's over. So I mean, it's the only show I watch. On sure. Network, you know what's, Well, you know what's here, here, you know what's funny is, um, Artie and I were talking about it at, at the end of the episode. He he really really enjoyed it. He really liked. It. Like a lot, um, and oh, out of the, out of the three of them, I gotta agree. I think Strange New Worlds was the best of the Star Treks this year. I think it was better than Picard season two. I think it was better than whatever season we're on of Discovery. I think yeah, Strange New Worlds was definitely right. the best. When you put it when you put it that way, I think you're right. Yeah, um, it is definitely the most Star Trekky feeling. Like I feel like they really do a yeah. good job of. Not trying to copy the original series, but they kind of are, and they're they they got the feeling of the original series. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean all the Star yeah. Trek are pretty were pretty much the same back in the day, but they were just different eras, you know. So it's gonna be a yeah. different feel. But yeah. this one's definitely since it's since this is right before Kirk, it makes sense that it has this tone and feel. Yeah. <clears throat> 
I agree. I agree with Artie. It's the best of the three this year, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I did too. So. No, I hope it comes Alrighty. back. I don't know if it's renewed yet. I haven't heard oh, about that. I, I don't so. I don't know, but I can't see it not. I'm pretty sure it has been. Because I, I saw a headline the I other mean, day about what to expect yeah. from season two. Yeah. I don't, uh, right. I mean, Good. I can't see Paramount going, okay, well, that was, you know, I can't see Paramount going, okay, well, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> That's our best show. You know, cancel it. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, we'll do so it again next week. We have one last show. That's all right. Um, we've got Miss Marvel. We've got Westworld next week. And, uh, and that's oh. it. That's it. Maybe we'll talk about. Because we already talked about. Because we already talked about Moonhaven this week. Because <laughs> we didn't we got, the hell was week, on. Yeah, we already went ahead. And I do want to talk about Paper Girls, but it's not coming on. It doesn't debut. It doesn't drop till uh, July 29th. It doesn't come out, so we can't really that's, talk yeah, about it. So that's, that. a, that's a ways off. Oh, which, by the way, uh, so I just want to put out there for you, AJ, and for all of our listeners that this new show, Paper Girls, which is coming out, which we talked about last week, Adina Porter's in it. Be a reason for you, AJ, to tune in and check it out because we love her. She's fantastic. Yes. Um, and she's in it. She plays a, I won't, whatever. She's in it. Okay. <laughs> so think twice right. about whether or not you want to show about that. All right. Have a good week, Karen, and I'll talk to you next week. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll do it again next week. Good night.